Hi guys, uh, welcome to our first podcast. Uh, today we're going to chat about UFC 241 coming up this weekend. Uh, I've got Taryn on the other end. Uh, let's talk about this card coming up. Huh? It's a crazy card, hey? It's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's very good, but today we're going to talk about these uh, last three fights. They're amazing, mm-hmm. three, absolutely amazing three fights. I can't wait to see. It's uh, mm-hmm. got some uh, barn burners there, um, and well, we'll talk about what we think and we'll give our predictions and we'll see how yep. accurate we are. As we know, with our fight in MMA, it can go either way, but we'll we'll do our best. Let's chat about uh, Romero versus Paulo Costa. What do you Ooh. know about these, what do you know about these two? <clears throat> well, see, I know Romero's had a, a lot of time off, you know, to prepare for this fight too. Yeah. But um, I know they're both really dangerous fighters, and honestly, this is the one of the fights where I have no idea how it's going to go. I don't know about you, but that's how I feel about it. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. Hey, firstly, I'm surprised Romero's got the uh, urge to fight. He's got he's just been awarded, I think, was it twenty seven or seventeen million dollars yeah. for tanky yeah. supplements. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot, a lot of money he to just need to fight. He doesn't. He really doesn't. No. But, no. Uh, but uh, yeah, the the fight. You're you're very right. Um, firstly, it's it's the battle of the bodies. Romero yeah. and Paulo Costa. They could have a, They maybe at the end of the fight they could have a flex off and they could do a bodybuilding competition. Yeah, as well. see <laughs> they're impressive. But look, they are both super dangerous. But they're dangerous in different ways. Look, yeah. Romero's sure. got this. He has this amazing habit of he can fight real. He'll be like slow, relaxed, and almost lull his opponent into a relaxation, mm-hmm. and then boom, explode. If you remember the fight between. Um, him and uh, Chris Weidman. Weidman was winning that fight, and then boom, a knee from from uh, the other side of the world come and split him open and ended the fight. It was amazing. He can do that. He has that ability. When you said that, um, how he gets he you see his shoulders get all loose and he yeah, yeah, yeah. and just just bam, it's like he just pounces out. And then when he pounces, I mean, not no one has really, you know, he's he's he stopped most people, you know, with with he that. Burst. He, he sucks people in, you know. Paulo Costa is a bit different. He doesn't have the same style, but he's an absolute wrecking machine. That he's man great. is he's uh, super strong and always well conditioned. He's yeah. another one who got accused of su- supplements, and then uh, I don't. It don't seem to go away somehow. I don't know if he got done for a tainted supplement. Yeah. I don't know where it went, but uh, these guys have both got a background of a history of supplements and uh, PEDs. So either way, they're both going to be in shape. But, you know, the story with the Brazilians and the PEDs, you know how it goes. Battle of the Brent. Battle of the That's what I call it. You only got to listen to Brendan Sharp talk about him on uh, his uh, uh, Fighter and the Kid podcast, you know, below the belt as well. The Brazilians yeah. are known for it. But they're in shape. It's going to be a good fight. Look, let's talk predictions. I'm going to predict uh, Romero by knockout. What round? Uh I think I think it goes late. I don't think he finishes him early. I think he he's patient, and then I think uh, I'll call it third round knockout. Mm-hmm. I think there, I, I was actually going to say that because I reckon they're gonna they're both really aware of each other's power, obviously, and I reckon there's going to be a lot of feeling out. You know, first round they might be they might put put together a couple of combos, but they won't fully commit either of them. I don't reckon. Mm-hmm. Second round shots, some kicks, maybe, maybe some shoots. And then third round, I reckon that's when they'll just go all out. And I reckon that's when a knockout's I reckon Romero. Um, I don't, do you reckon it's going to be a stand up or do you reckon that he's going to take him to the ground or like, how do you reckon well, he's going to? 
what Romero has over Costa, he's always got that wrestling base, that background, he's, you know, Olympic yeah. level wrestler. So, you know, that's a big threat. He has no fear of pretty much being taken down, I don't think, by Paul Acosta. But, um, and I think that's the extra sort of weapon he has in his arsenal against him. And mm-hmm. if that, and if that could fall in, fall in his favor, because if Costa, uh, fighters can typically fight nervous of being taken down and uh, mm-hmm. can stop their stand up. But I, I'm being, I'm guessing, uh, I'm pretty sure Costa's got fairly good ground game, come from obviously being Brazilian with a jiu-jitsu. So I don't think he'd be too scared to go on the ground. But I, I do think he's going to have to watch that defending that takedown, and that could, that could stall him a bit in the stand-up, you know, to open up a bit. He could be too nervous. So I just think Romero has that advantage over him with the threat of the takedown and the stand-up. And I reckon his camp, I reckon his camp has, you know. They've preempted, you know, Romero's obviously, you know, wrestling background and just, yeah, you know, yeah. and I reckon his camp's definitely focused, you know, on a bit of a on a bit of ground game and you know a bit of wrestling to, to you know, to at least keep up with Romero because that's where he's kind of lacking when it comes to their head on, you know, their their matchup to when it comes up, you know, the wrestling yeah, Romero. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a great fight, but uh, we, we shall see. Let's talk about uh, Pettis Diaz. Oh, oh man, that, that's <laughs> that's a That's a beautiful. I love that fight. Honestly, like obviously yeah. Diaz fights like he's drunk, but I mean he is he's he's no joke. Obviously, he's no joke. But I honestly reckon he gets a hold of Pettis. He ties him out. Pettis Pettis. He's a fit guy. But I reckon Diaz, he's a marathon fighter. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Takes him to the ground, ties him out. Pettis has decent ground game. Like, he's, you know, he's not, he's no joke on the ground either. But I just reckon, honestly, I reckon Diaz ties him out. Um, either takes him all the way, unanimous decision, or he gets a late submission. That's, more, that's what I think. Yeah, that's what yeah. I think. You know, Pettis is very good on the ground. And he submitted Ben Henderson, that armbar. Yeah. Oh, he's very good on the ground. He's got he's got very good jiu-jitsu. But if there's a weakness he's shown, it is probably his conditioning. He's got the heart, but his conditioning, uh, not always let him down, but it has a little bit lately, late in rounds. Um, yep. But his athleticism, you know, he's freakish in that way. We all know the, the, the uh, showtime kick off the cage. But Man. Diaz, look, you can beat Diaz for 10 rounds. And if he has a ten, nine rounds, if he has a 10th one, he'll beat you in the 10th. So you cannot, I mean, you've only got to think of Diaz and Conor McGregor. You can't yeah. count him out. You can never, ever say, no matter how beaten up he is, it is not over with Diaz until the last bell goes. And that's what Pettis going to have to watch out for because I would predict that he's going to come in with that attitude, Diaz, mm-hmm. to uh, not let him open up on him, but keep up with him and try and take it later in the round and, and open up on him later in the fight because I think Pettis is very powerful with his kicks. His kicks are so dynamic. His left switch kick, is, mm-hmm. his, uh, he's got amazing athleticism when it comes to his kicks. When it comes to the boxing, Diaz has definitely got the advantage there. Not as hard a hitter, but he's that, he's that, he just builds up punch after punch. He works just like his brother, Nick, you know, he's, yeah. he's just accumulates points after points. So mm-hmm. if it comes down to a points fight, I do think Diaz will probably edge it out on points just through mm-hmm. sheer work rate and volume. Mm-hmm. So if I had to predict this one, I think uh, I think Pettis, if he wins, I think it's by uh, by knockout. Because, um, you know, Diaz has been in a lot of fights, a lot of wars. I don't know how strong his chin is now. Um, yeah. I was but, thinking, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? He, he hasn't been caught yet and knocked out cold. But there's, there's, unfortunately, with every fighter, there seems to be a day where 
it does happen, you know, it catches mm-hmm. up to him. Will it be this fight? I don't know. But uh, Diaz has been in a lot of hard fights and it's going to be a good fight. It, it's a bit of a different style. It's not It's not like a Romero Costa. Pettis no. and Diaz are very different fighters in the, how they fight. Um, mm. if one, if one chink in Diaz's arm has been notorious for, for a long time is his lack of leg checking ability. He never leg checks. <laughs> never leg checks. You know, if you, you remember um, um, um when he fought him and just get leg kick, leg kick, leg kick, leg kick, leg kick, and wore him down, eventually he dropped him to the ground and then finished him ground and pound. Pettis yep. has got some very good Muay Thai and he will outkick him. So mm-hmm. I think um, that look, I think you can look out for that low calf kick from Pettis. Um, to try and take the legs out early on Diaz, and then um, that'll slow his movement down for the boxing. That would be, if I was a coach, what's what I'd yeah. be going for. Don't try and box him at start. Go for the legs, take them out, and then start to low, open up later in the round. Yeah. So I'm calling Pettis, you know, third round. Uh, uh, third round knockout. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. no, there's no, honestly, I honestly don't reckon it goes, these are the only two ways the fight's going to go. I reckon it'll go all the way, and Diaz by a shit ton of points or yeah. like he's going to be Pettis KO just from, I don't know who knows. Maybe Diaz has worked on his, you know, defense. He's been out for a long ass time. So, you know, maybe he's, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be surprised. I keep looking at him fight and go, will he leg check this fight? Ah, uh, no, he never leg checks. He just eats it. And because he wants to stay in boxing range. So he doesn't lift the leg. He wants to stay well balanced so he can counter with his hands, but it yeah. has let him down in the past. And I do think Pettis will expose that and smash his legs. Um, yeah, I'm tend to agree. Points, it'll be, I think, Diaz because he'll just outwork him. Will Diaz get cut? Yes. <laughs> it's a matter of which round because he's got so much scar tissue. He's going to bleed. I don't think I've seen Diaz not bleed in a fight yet. No. Um, but that doesn't matter to him. He seems to fight better when he bleeds. So I mm. think, yes, I think this is coming down to points or a knockout. Pettis knockout, head kick maybe. Um, even though he hasn't been knocked out, I don't remember Diaz being knocked out by head kick or anything. I just got this feeling, you know, I think um, Pettis can probably do it. Uh, maybe head kick, knock down and finish with ground and pound. Not yeah. through a knockout, maybe. He might just stop into a TKO just through a barrage on the ground. Um, yeah. It's going to be a, either way. It's going to be a cracker. There's going to be attitude. There's going to be fingers yeah. flying, sticking up the bird everywhere. And uh, it's typical Diaz show, I'd say. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we are to the main event. Cormier Meotis. I was just actually watching um, the the uh, um, UFC the special they do each fight. Um, yeah. Yeah. Before the fights, and um, I've, the name slipped me on YouTube. What they put on, you know, the ah uh, uh, shit. Uh, uh, embedded. Embedded. That's the one. I was just watching the embedded and. Uh, their opinions on each other. And look, I think the rest, some people tend to think a year off's too long, but I think it's probably healed up Miocic very well. Um, before he fought Cormier last time, he had that war with uh, Francis Nagano. Even they beat him, that was a hard fight. He took a lot of shots in that fight. I think a year off has probably done him pretty well. Cormier being Cormier, you can't count him out. Look, some people think he wasn't winning the fight, but caught him and finished him. So that means this fight's going to be very interesting. There's an argument for that for sure. Was he beating? Was he beating Miocic up? No, he wasn't beating him up. But he, did, but he did knock him out. And on the inside, I think when it comes to wrestling in close, I don't think you can put past Cormier to win the wrestling match. He's Olympic level wrestler. He's yeah. going to win the wrestling match. I, I don't care if Miocic has spent the last years 
you know, been kidnapped and put in a wrestling camp. Um, <laughs> he, he's not gonna, he's not gonna out wrestle him. You know, I don't think it's gonna happen. So, uh, Cormier has no fear of losing the wrestling, I believe. So that's where he can really expose Miocic, um, get him close, put his head on his chest, and he can threaten that take, that double leg, single leg, high crutch. He's got so much he can do from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you'll see Cormier stay on the outside. He did last time, but he ate a lot of shots. If you remember mm-hmm. that fight, you know he ate a lot until he managed to find his way in. And that's a really risky way to fight, to sit on the outside and eat a lot of a true heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Cormier, some people still say he's not a true heavyweight, even though he's put on the weight, it's a lot of body fat. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's, he's not the size of a heavyweight. But if you look what he did in strike force back in the day, how many people he beat in a row, the best of the best at heavyweight. So he can do it. So uh, what do you see in this fight? What's your what's your uh, vision, young man? Man, honestly, as soon as I saw this rematch and, you know, call me a – obviously he doesn't want to, like you said, hang on the outside – I reckon it might call me crazy, but I reckon Cormier is going to get inside, get up in Stipe's face, dirty box the shit out of him and take him. Yeah, I that's, hey, that's not so crazy. He would be stupid not to try and take him down. Look, he knocked him out last time in close, but I think if that knockout didn't come, you would be seeing Cormier take him down mm-hmm. for sure. You, mm-hmm. you fight to your strengths. You're not there to try and prove to a crowd, hey, I can beat this guy in boxing. Mm-hmm. Prove it to a point. Who cares about the crowd? You're there to win the fight. Cormier's smarter than that. I tend to agree with you. If he gets in close, gets his head on his chest, you'll see. You will see Miocic go down. There's no doubt about that. Can he get back up? Can he get back up? That's the difference. I, I, where do you think? Do you think? Where do you put the favors? Like, do you put them heavily on Cormier, or do you kind of do you reckon Stipe has prepared for this fire? Like, would you do you lay the odds pretty? Uh, yeah, so do, you, do you think do do you think the pros and cons for each of them eventually all even out and it makes it an even fight? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but uh, I just think Cormier's his wrestling's too elite for Stipe. I don't, I don't, yeah, you know, yeah. I, like what, yeah, what do, in the end, what dominates? Great striking or great wrestling? Look, yeah. we've seen enough of UFC to know it's great wrestling. You know, yeah. uh, you unless you can knock them out in one punch, they're going to get the head and chest and get hold of you. And when you're crowded, when someone crowds you, your boxing's not going to work. You know, no. that's why that's why when you hear all these boxers say, these world-level boxers say, I could go to MMA and uh, beat these MMA guys, how many have done it? Uh, none. Because no. you are not going to go into MMA, an MMA fight with no wrestling experience, no clinching no nothing and win on just boxing. It's very, very, very hard to do because it's not that easy to knock someone out on one punch on the way in. If they know how to roll with a punch or drop their head level, they're going to find their way in. You may hurt them. You may hurt them, but they might, they'll still fall into you and get hold of you. And when they get hold of you, they're going to recover. While they're recovering, then they're going to put you on your butt, put you on your head, and they're going to smash you in the face on the ground. So, uh, so many times we've seen that. Yeah, with- yeah. Look at all the amazing strikers and you look at their wrestling backgrounds, you know, like, you know, gold medals, Greco-Roman background, you know, look like what Vijay. Carido just did. Look what he's done in such a short time. Uh, I hate, I can't, he's a, he's a, he's a germ. Uh, you agree. Uh, he's a germ. acknowledge what he's done. You're a young man. You might not remember this. Back in the day, there was a fighter named James Tony who was a world level, you know, boxing legend, you would call him. He challenged Randy Couture. You remember Randy Couture? 
Oh, I remember the legend. Yeah, yeah I remember. Well, Lee challenged him, and it happened. They put him in the cage together. Uh, that fight didn't go anywhere. Tony did not get one punch on Randy Couture. He uh, single legged him, I think, put him on the ground, submitted him, finished him off. Fight was over, and he was one of the world's best. Okay, Tony was coming to the end of his career, but Randy wasn't young either. Um, no. So they were both similar ages at similar levels in their own sports, respectively. And what yeah. one wrestling and ground and pound. Uh, yeah. Very hard to rely on just boxing. So to answer your question, I, I do think Cormier will find his way in again. I think he'll eat some damage, but I think he'll get his head on his chest. I think he'll put him on his back and this time probably finish him on the ground. I don't know if he'll be as lucky as last time to finish him in the stand-up. I'm sure Miocic mm-hmm. is more pre- pre- prepared for that this time. Mm-hmm. But what he hasn't dealt with is Cormier's wrestling. He's got that extra string in his bow to be able to do that. So I, I tend to agree with you. I think what you were saying is it'll end up on the ground. And I think Cormier has the ability to maybe even finish it early on the ground. I don't know what uh, Stipe's jiu-jitsu is like. Cormier yeah. hasn't got bad jiu-jitsu. He's got a pretty good rear naked choke. He's choked out Rumble Johnson twice. Um, he's choked out a few fighters. So he's got those basics that are quite fundamentally strong. So yeah. Yeah, I see Cormier winning this probably, you know, maybe second round. I might go to the third. But I don't think he'll get the early finish this time. It, I to be honest, I think if the early finish came this time, it might go the other way around. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. What are you doing with your Stipe in this fight? What are you doing to prepare for this fight if you're Stipe? If I'm Stipe, yeah, good question. What am I doing? Well, what went wrong last time? What went wrong last time was, uh, you know, in close. He, he made a technical fundamental error in the clinch, you know, basically uh-huh. had his hand down low and ate that short that short uh, left hook, right hook, right hook, I think it was, in yeah. really close, right on the ear. I think he's got to work off his jab. He outreaches Cormier. Um, I, when I th- think of that, I think of John Jones with his opponents. If you're tall, you've got to learn to fight long. Fight long, you know. Um, I would be threatening the uppercut a lot more because Cormier is shorter. Um, he can come in with that uppercut. Cormier's got a, a reasonable overhand right, and it's typically a good punch for short fighters against tall fighters. An overhand right, yeah. Sneaks it out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he has the ability to fight. Throw that in more as a punch to help his way to get in. He's not trying to knock someone out, but he'll throw, you know, a one and an overhand right just to get the head on the chest. But Cormier needs to keep it on the arm. Sorry, uh, Miocic needs to keep it on the outside. I would like to see him work some straight kicks, you know, some push kicks, straight kicks. You got to watch the low leg kick. Call me, I'll probably catch it and take him down. Um, mm-hmm. He's going. He's going to kick. I think he needs to give it to straight kicks or head kicks. John Jones mm-hmm. shows that Cormier is definitely susceptible to a head kick. He knocked him out with it. So uh, yeah. I think uh, Matrix needs to get on his bike more. Yeah, use his footwork, move, work off his jab, and probably test Cormier's. I know he's well conditioned, but he's put on a lot of weight to make heavyweight. I think oh, yeah. trying to push it, push it to the later rounds. You know what I mean? And just work yep. your basic straight boxing, keep it on the outside, and probably just outpoint him, avoid the clinch, and uh, keep it along, keep it long, and just outbox him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. That's our predictions. Mine is uh, Romero. Well, Pettis and Diaz, I sat on the fence a bit. I should make a call. I'm going to call Pettis. Okay. Um, got, yes, I've, I've got been. Romero, Pettis, mm-hmm. Cormier. Romero, Pettis, Cormier. All right, I got Diaz um, points. Um, then we got uh, Romero, and then I got yeah DC ground game. That's my prediction. Nice, nice, nice. Right, yeah, uh, we shall see how we go. 
hey, uh, we need to mention to these guys, we're still working on our audio and our apps we're using. There was a couple of dropouts there. We apologise. Yeah, um, and we are going to be on all platforms. Growing, we'll be growing slowly. We'll put these on YouTube. We'll have we'll have video as well eventually. But for now, we just got this audio today. Um, and you can go to our podcast on our Instagram page, um, Open Chat Podcast on Instagram. And on there, you'll be able to find all information where, where our platforms are and links and so forth and what you need there. Um, so we do apologise for not having it all sorted for you today. Um, yep. Hopefully you enjoyed this chat. Uh, myself with Taryn and uh, the UFC 241. And let's see how accurate our predictions are. And uh, can't, yeah, wait. So check, can't, can't wait. I'm super excited, super excited. But yeah, guys, check out our Instagram page, Open Chat Podcast, for what we're going to talk about next. I'm talking uh, with Mike Dojo Life on Instagram soon about these uh, no-touch, death-touch martial arts, loads of shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to have a live chat with him on Instagram um, about these ridiculous styles that are, are negligent, I believe, that are teaching people to defend themselves without touching someone, which can't be done. I challenge anyone to fight me without touching me, um, make me fly through the air like they do on Instagram. If you can do that, I will show the world the video because it can't happen. But, uh, yes, stay tuned. I know Taryn loves that one too, loves that page. But thanks, guys. Hey, it was a good chat. And uh, we'll grow from here. We will get more guests on. So uh, grow with us, stay with us, pay attention, and uh, stay tuned for more. Sounds good. Um... We'll be back soon. And uh, like I said before, uh, you'll find this on YouTube, Instagram, and uh, Twitter eventually. We've got our page up on there. And um, we're only up from here. Hey. We are going to grow from here. Early days, we've got to start somewhere. Look at Joe Rogan now. Look where he started. We will grow. Stay with us. Keep checking us out. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Cheers, guys. Sweet.